2: Hello everyone, as we're doing and we're here grooving to another Suits episode. It's season 3, episode 10. It's the mid-season finale, Sad Face, titled Stay. I'm Tiana Hobson and
1: joining me tonight I have my two
2: lovely lady co-hosts.
1: Hello, hello, it's
2: Ashida and Ray. Hi
1: guys, I'm McKay.
2: Um, so it's the mid-season finale, so we had a bit of a cliffhanger that we're going to talk about a little later. Um, I want to start because we finally get some closure with this Ava case that I felt like was dragging on. Because it's like, okay, what else are they going to find to charge her with? How else is she going to be here? So I'm I'm kind of glad it's over. How do you guys feel about that?
0: I feel the same way. You feel cool? I definitely feel... Relieved, Yeah. For Harvey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, and as with Harvey, you know, you settle one thing, but then there's always something lurking just around the river bend, as Pocahontas would say. That was for you, Marissa. <laughs> Disney reference. <laughs> Got you, boo. Um, so, Love it. <laughs> so the case, I mean, we started off the night with Harvey apologizing to Scotty, which I was like, whoa, Harvey actually taking ownership, you know, because he thought that Scotty was the one who got Ava to fire them and everything. So he actually apologizes and um, gives her some good advice. He's like, hey, you should get out of bed with Darby because things aren't going to end well for him and you're not going to be hireable. So he's trying to give Scotty a way out. Scotty, of course, being Scotty, is like, no, I'm going to stick by him because there's the whole loyalty thing because she brings up, you know, I've been working for this guy for 10 years. Would you do that to Jessica type of deal, so... Right. A lot of back and forth between them, I thought. Yeah. But he
0: brings up a good point by saying, you know, if they committed a crime which I had nothing to do with and I had no idea what was going on, yeah, I would do it. Yeah. And it's only logical. Loyalty can go so far.
1: Mm-hmm. True.
0: But when it puts you in jeopardy, you know possibly putting you behind bars then you need to reconsider your loyalty to whoever
2: that's where i draw a line too if my boss did some stuff like that i'd be like who can i go talk to and tell them i had nothing to do with this <laughs> right like wipe my hands free and clearly what you need me to testify okay like just
0: <laughs> where do i me, sign where do i sign give
2: me the paper <laughs> i'll sign anything just don't put me in jail i'm too pretty um no
1: I'm <laughs> I'm joking.
2: (laughs) Um, But seriously. Uh, so then, you know, we have Jessica over here who's kind of trying to make, um, Harvey go behind Scotty's back again with, by going to Ava to offer, you know, hey, we will testify in your case against Darby if you take our names off of this lawsuit since Scotty won't dissolve the partnership. Um, that ends up backfiring and that's when we see that Ava has hired Travis Tanner, who we all remember. <sighs> He's such a scumbag. It, he, he fights is. so dirty. He fights so dirty. He goes to that personal place mm-hmm. where I just feel like there's, there's a line that you shouldn't cross, but I mean, I get that he, wants to beat Harvey, that is his ultimate goal, because Harvey is kind of douchey most of the time to people who don't know him and love him like we do. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, just like we're best friends, you know? Um, and so I get where he's like, you know, I have to cut this cocky SOB, you know, down a couple notches, but in doing so he just comes off so uncharming and...
1: Yeah, he has no morals. Yeah. He's just... I think it's the the way
0: he does it Mm -hmm. because you know it would I would be okay with it if that was part of the case and that was part of the trial and you you were trying to pull that you know information in to make or build a case Mm -hmm. but he's not he's just throwing it at their face to get under their skin to get a reaction get a reaction get another confession which isn't really the question, Mm -hmm. so...
2: Yeah, like, what did having... What did... First of all, how did he know... Where does he do his research? Because I know Google didn't tell him that Scotty was engaged when she was out here last time and she slept with Harvey. And then Harvey didn't know about it and that they dated it in college. I mean, right. he has some good research teams working with him to find out all this information. But it had nothing to do with the case. Mm-hmm. And so like you were saying, and that's what just kind of gets under my skin a little bit with him is that he always tries to make you act on your emotions and Accidentally slip and say something, as opposed to actually having a case laid out to fight you with, like Harvey does. You know, Harvey might fight dirty, but at least he knows where he's going. I feel like Tanner just kind of throws stuff out there to see how you're you're going to react to it. Right? What sticks? Yeah, what sticks. Um, So in the in Harvey's deposition, he brings he calls out Scotty for her relationship with Harvey, and you know, tries to get them rattled that doesn't end so well um tanner then after the de- deposition goes to scotty approaches her on the street with her favorite coffee again where do you find out some- how exactly someone mm-hmm. takes their coffee um and you know scotty says something here that i was like okay you know what scotty's my girl now i i love her because she says she you know tanner you already know this um i've betrayed harvey once and it will never happen again and I was like, "That's a very bold word choice," and it it shows me that she is loyal and she is trying to right the wrongs that she's done to Harvey right. in the past.
1: I agree,
0: Good which man. makes me question her real intentions of a merger in the first place, and if she did know about it. Now that it's being thrown, you know, at her face, now she's making the decision to dissolve the merger. So
2: wait, so if she knew that the murders. What-
0: yeah what was going on and she tried to bring in
2: well I don't think she knew because um, Stephen eventually does say that he made that part Mm -hmm. up I don't think she I think that she does anything to try to get closer to Harvey because the only I mean she said this in past episodes um, that the only way Harvey pays her any attention or respects her is when she's suing him so then, maybe she thought, "Hey, if we merge, we'll be working together, and he can see me in a different light." And then it still was them
1: fighting and suing it each really other. Is really serious? I mean, I mean, it's, like there's no other man on the planet.
2: Me, you know, homegirl called off her wedding. Well, after oh. she cheated. Um, That's because she wasn't happy she in the, the first place. <laughs> Yes. Well, I mean, there is no other man out there quite like Harvey Specter. I think we can all agree about yes. that. Yes. True. Um, so then um, this is where the episode took an interesting twist, too, because Tanner now has um, Scotty called in for a deposition, says that Stephen Huntley has an affidavit that he signed saying that Scotty knew about all this stuff because she was the number two to Darby. And, you know, the three of them, Stephen, Darby, and Scotty all had all the same information and they're given the same things. This is when Donna, <laughs> God bless her, is like, <laughs> goes to Mike and is like, hey, I'm coming to you because Harvey would say no. But I need to talk to Stephen because what he's doing is wrong. And Donna goes in there um, and gets a confession out of him. Yes. By playing, like, the card because... um and I think this is another spot where it kind of proves that maybe Stephen really did have strong feelings for Donna because she kind of plays the woman card. Right. She's like, you know, if you, if anything you ever said to me was true, then don't do this. And he's like, yes, I was making it up, but, like, this is my life, so I have to fight for
1: it. And being a lawyer, shouldn't he know that that room was recording their conversation? Well, I think because she played on the emotional part. So it, it took him off being on guard, and it made him more human. And he was just talking from his feelings. That's what I think.
0: And he never... I, I don't think he would have suspected from Donna. Yeah. And Mike being there. I think if Harvey was there, okay, that's Maybe. a different story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he didn't see neither of them as a threat to him.
2: Yeah. That's true. But I, I love that they, that they got him. Yes. And so I'm thinking, okay, oh, hey, yes, this thing's over with like that there goes, you know, Tanner's whole case and mm-hmm. then it turns out Tanner just did that. He was like, "Oh, great. I was when you, wondering when you get some points on the board. Like I wanted you to do that. All I'm right. going to keep going after Scotty because it's hurting you in return until, you know, you mm-hmm. basically sign on the dotted line and settle this case, which makes um Harvey you know, kinda of have to come to terms with his feelings for Scotty a little bit mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to see her continuously getting thrown out there and her business being aired and just all the nasty things that Tanner can actually do. So he has to have a little talk with Scotty where she finally says, Okay, like, I'll dissolve this, the shackles are off, go after him. Right. And I loved the um the last deposition because it ends with Harvey apologizing again. That's two apologies from Harvey in this episode. And we rarely see him apologize for things, but you know, it ends with him telling Ava what she wanted from the beginning, that he was actually sorry for the way that things happened. But my only drawback with Ava, this whole episode was that she knows that Harvey and them did not know about those murders or at all, it was Darby who was supposed to be like your dad, uncle, whatever your relationship is with him. You knew that he was the one who did the wrongs, but why was she make? Why was she so adamant about making Harvey pay for it?
0: I think it, it had a lot to do with Cameron because if Cameron wasn't involved in the trial, it would have been settled. Harvey would have won the case, but it became more personal towards him, which he did end up winning and. The reason why, you know, Cameron kept on pushing is because Stephen and Darby gave them re- gave him reason to continue investigating, and he really wanted to see Harvey lose mm-hmm. or
2: settle. So, because then the other thing is that you know it's not Harvey's fault that, um, what's his name, Cameron ended up being on the other side of you know the other council that but he I was going it, up against.
1: I think it went back to, you know, them dumping shares, her getting, when she get fired, then they took her off the board or something like that. Yeah. She lost control. She lost her company. control of her company. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where her resentment comes from. And then there's a lot of things that she didn't know that Harvey knew. Mm-hmm. And because Harvey and Jessica were going back and forth at each other, she was paying the price for it. And then she found out later. That, yeah. So that's probably why she was so upset. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't blame her for for feeling the way she she did, but suing the company is not really the way to go. Yeah. You you just got off a trial. You know how mm-hmm. it feels for you know being convicted of something you didn't do or you didn't know about, yeah. so now you're doing the same thing.
2: And basically, none of this would have happened if Homegirl hadn't have bribed in the first place. Hello, I mean, which she was actually
1: guilty <laughs> of doing. I, you know, exactly. So it's, you exactly. just go back;
2: it all points back to you. If you hadn't have done the dirty deal in the first place, I know that's how things worked over there, but. If she just hadn't have done that in the first place, none of this would have happened. She wouldn't have been put up on a murder trial mm-hmm. or anything. She should so. be
1: over there in a, on an island somewhere with a drink. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, after I get off on a murder yes, case, I'm, go, I'm, not, go I'm probably going to need to take a break from things for a minute. Go
2: get my head back on. Yes, right. go meet
1: a man. Go do something. <laughs> go do
2: something. So Ava decides that she's going to drop the case against the Pearson Spectre part of things but I guess he'll go after Darby I was a little confused about that but that's settled Mm -hmm. and then we have a little romance um, at the end with Harvey and Scotty at his apartment he cooked her dinner and all she wants is those few little words that he just hasn't said yet he keeps saying I care about you he offers her a job because you know his name's on the building now like he can give whoever he wants a job but, you know, I liked how Scotty fought for it and wasn't going to let him just kind of like weasel his way out of saying, you know, I agree he, with
1: you on that. that but I also think she's like, just a little it's like move on because then you're always going to be fighting. He's, that's just one issue that he has amongst many of him with his emotionalness, <laughs> emotional lessness. <laughs> Why do you want to be with someone like that? You know, it's like so. Okay, now you got him to admit. Now you have to fight something else with him talking, coming to you, sharing. It's just like uh, I don't know. Sometimes so over it, you know. I think she just knows she wasn't giving up because she knew that
2: regardless of what he wanted to say, he did have those feelings for her. He just needed to come out and say it. And yeah, he yeah. kind of did. He
1: kind of did. I mean, it's a I step want you forward. in my life. Wait, I, I yeah, want you in my life? I want life. you in and my I, life. I need you in my life. I want you, want me in your life like what? Like a sister? Like a play cousin? <laughs> you know, I love you like a sister. You know, want me in your life like
0: what? <laughs> Even though it was a happy ending, you know, for everyone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: per se, uh, I don't think they're going to last together. Oh, no, I don't think so either. I agree with you. You know, when, when winter season comes back, it's just impossible to work together.
2: Yeah, if they are trying this whole working together thing and a relationship, if it comes to that, I don't think it'll last because those two should not be working together, but they should also not be on cases against each other either. Okay. So maybe they could find a way. Maybe she could go into like financial law or something. <laughs>
0: like I just think Harvey needs to date someone completely out of the legal field somewhere else. Like, anywhere else. They <laughs> <have> the <legal laughs> because field. they're
1: always in competition with each other. And then they mm-hmm. don't trust each other. Someone's always hiding information from the other. So I agree with you. Yeah, it's just someone completely... Because that's why I didn't work with Mike and Rachel for so long, because he was always hiding something.
2: Mm-hmm. It didn't start working until he opened up with his secret, and finally, you know, now they have a very honest relationship. Where And
0: look where it's gotten them now. Yeah, I mean. So, you know, you can't, you can't give your employer, you know, both of, both, uh, you know, mm-hmm. parties in the relationship. It's just, there will, s- something will always happen. Mm-hmm. That will mess
2: up the relationship. Exactly. And their relationship. I want to talk about Mike and Rachel. Rachel has a choice to make still. I kind of felt like in the beginning of the episode, Mike was being kind of a dick. I agree. About really? this whole thing. Yes. Yes.
0: I'm going with Rachel. What? Yeah. No.
2: What? How can you say it's oh, not that simple? Really? No. It's not that simple. It's not. Because... I'm thinking this way. You know, she hasn't made a choice yet, so that's still the ball. You still have a chance to win this thing. Also, there's not. I mean, there's not a ring on her finger, like that. She has to stay. She's still young. She still needs to kind of go and experience. She needed to make this choice without Mike being so hard on her and kind of forcing
1: to it where on she her. will regret it later. Yeah,
2: because you don't. That's the one thing. Down five years down the line, you don't want her regretting her choice of staying and going to Columbia when she could like, in wondering what would have happened if I had gone out less. Like, it's just something that I think that you should let her come to on her own and just be supportive. And then once she chooses Stanford, then be like, no, I need you to stay here and fight for her that way. No,
0: I mean, I completely agree with that part. But I mean, the how she was putting it to him and how she was expressing what she wants. And she needed to make a list of the, you know... The pros and the cons and whatever, and mm-hmm. he's like here, and, you know, uh, her decision is here, and it has nothing to do with one another. I'm like, yeah, it has everything to do. You introduce him to your parents. He's to- told you his biggest secret that can ruin his life, literally ruin his life, because he could go to jail for working and acting as a, a ter- you know lawyer mm-hmm. when he's not. So I think that's more than putting a ring on your finger. You're making a commitment to tell someone a big part of your life that only what three people know.
1: By the way, speaking of what you were saying, whatever happened to that scene where he said I got into Stanford?
2: Did I miss oh, that? Yeah, you weren't here that week. Um, oh, okay. So what had but happened I watched was the episode. Yeah, that was that was his letter of that That was his letter of acceptance from the flashback, like when oh, he got in okay. from the flashback. So okay, he didn't re get in. He was just saying like. I did get into Harvard at one point in my life before I screwed it up because I make I bad choices bad. with my friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, I get what Rachel was saying, you know, about her pros and cons list. I get where Mike was coming from, too, but I just felt like he started the episode with an attitude because she's like, you haven't said any words to me like since we've been home. It's been all night. Like, he wasn't talking about it, and she was trying to talk it out. But he was just like, you got into Stanford. No, I'm shutting off maybe myself. He's, maybe
1: but he's in a place where, you know how men don't know how to deal with their emotions I and mean, their feelings. I mean, clearly we were dealing with that with Harvey tonight, too. So yeah, <laughs> <you> know, they're <laughs> cut from the same leaf right. or the like same <laughs> cloth, however that's Regardless
0: line. of how he expressed it or, you know, what he said, it's evident. You don't you can't have a long-distance relationship, you know, having the workload doing all the work in school and concentrating on school and then, you know, having, when are you going to have time to keep a boyfriend? I don't
2: know. I mean, people already say with or without the distance that the first year of like law school and med school, people who start off in relationships don't usually finish in relationships. So, I mean, they already have that statistic going against them. So I think that having distance would actually be better because at least you're not bailing on your boyfriend to Oh, I can't go to that party with you tonight because I the study. At least he's already just away, so you're not going to be at the party anyway. He knows you're not going to be there, as opposed to being like, "Oh man, I've been studying in the library all day," and him not seeing you, even though you live together. Still,
1: does that make sense? I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think that it but can go either way. It can go either way. It depends on how much they fight. Yeah, if she went, you know, if she chose Stanford, how much, you know, they fight for each other.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I'm a believer that long distance relationships can work. You just they have to can. put the extra work into making it work. It's hard as hell though. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard, it but lie. you can make it work and people are doing it every day. So using, oh, long distance, if you move, then that's gonna be the end of us. I was like, really? Mike, like. I know. Grow up here. That's what I wanted to tell him.
0: Well, she's the only thing that he has right now. He doesn't have his grandma anymore. He doesn't really have
1: any well, friends. maybe he should go to school. <laughs> maybe he should go to If online. they accept <laughs> It Stanford, but they have, you know, online courses. <laughs> At least get the degree.
2: Stanford extension courses. Yeah, you know. You know. There's, there's things. <laughs> I mean, he, he has Harvey. He's like family. <laughs> I loved him and um, Harvey's, like, two kind of, sort of, father, son, baby, big brother type of conversations tonight when um, Mike went to Harvey for advice and Harvey was like,
1: dude, he's I'm a so lawyer. uncomfortable <laughs> I know, he's like so uncomfortable. He's very uncomfortable. And all he said was when they were in the office, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's yeah. all he could muster up.
2: <laughs> and I was like, you know, at least, at least you know what you're getting when you have Harvey there. Because Harvey wasn't yeah. going to try and come up with something outlandish to say some great advice. He was like, hey, if you want advice about love, like, I'm not your guy. If you want advice about being a lawyer, this is how I do it. Right. And even from the way, you know, he does things, Mike was still able to learn, like, hey, I don't want to be like that. I want to have something good in my life and you. So I will be supportive of whatever you Decide, and that's all I wanted him to say to
1: her the whole time. Just be well, so you know, it takes men a long time to figure stuff I out. Mean, they gotta yeah. go all the way around, around the block, off, like the long up the way up the street, the, around just, the corner, yeah. in the sandbox. Like, there's a direct line they need to, to put
0: boundaries, them. so they just go in the direction you want yeah, them to go like, and I, end up in
2: place. I know, a little orange like Gotta put the orange cones, you know, go this way. <laughs> Um, and then we also have the other hiccup in the situation this is when we need what's his name here (laughs) we also have the other hiccup where Jessica now knows about their relationship because she sees them talking in the office and then goes to Donna who, Donna can't lie to Jessica.
1: Um, <laughs> and Jessica was so smooth with that. She was. was. she smooth? She was smooth, yes. but
2: it was
0: kind of like, Donna, she's setting you up, girl. Yes. I was like, Donna. I thought she was just going to slip it in, and
2: then Donna was just going to say
0: it. Yeah, that's the so too. Of, but she just, you know, asked her she's straight like, out.
2: What? Um, so Jessica comes to Mike's apartment, and it's like, hey, you told... Robert Zane's daughter, my business. Mm-hmm. Remember when she wanted to get in bed with Robert Zane and like merge them together? Yeah, I remember that, Jessica. <laughs> um, so you were putting all your business out there. He showed him like your financials, how, you know, what's his face that screwed over the company and everything. I remember that, Jessica. Um, but now, you know, she doesn't like that he knows or that Rachel knows. So she gives Mike an affidavit that he has to get Rachel to sign. Basically, admitting that she knows the secret. So if it ever does come out, she's hurting herself as well. So now Rachel really can't ever let this thing come out there. Um, otherwise, Mike will be fired.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Well, she can't have anyone,
0: you know... Uh, Knowing. Having leverage over her.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's her way of point. protecting
0: herself, even though it has nothing to do with Mike or the situation is just... A person other than Mike, who's involved, Mm -hmm. Harvey, who approved it, and her knowing about the situation. Yeah, so. Especially when the person happens to be your competitors.
2: Yeah. And one of the most well respected lawyers in the city. Um,. Yeah, so I thought that was a good power play by Jessica to get him to sign that. But I loved Rachel's cojones tonight because finally she had some big cojones. She walked right in there and was like, hey, my father told me never to sign something unless you're getting something in return. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to sign this, but you're going to waive that Harvard rule for me. Mm-hmm. Because clearly I'm not going to Harvard. And I want to work for you. Not for my dad. Not for my dad. And also, like, her still saying she wants to work for someone who's forcing her to sign an affidavit. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Perjuring herself? Mm-hmm. In the process? I mean, to still want to work willingly for that person? That takes a lot. Because I might be like, who? But she knows it has nothing yeah, to do with Yeah, she knows it's her. business. And so, I mean, I guess we'll see Rachel back at Pearson Harvey. Specter. Specter. The name changes so the many, many times. Time. I'm yeah. like, wait, which last names am I thinking of right now? Um, eventually. But then, you know, she does go over to Mike's apartment, and she did decide to go to Columbia. So, yay, yay. she'll still be in New York. I thought it was really weird seeing Rachel in jeans.
1: Because
2: I don't know why I noticed this, but because the, you know, what they wear in the office is always so sleek and they look so sharp in those suits and those pencil skirts. And then you see her in jeans and I was like, she still looks amazing, but she's in jeans. Like, lawyers don't wear jeans. I don't know why that was going on. Talking about
0: amazing, I think uh, Jessica has been stepping up in her game in Mm -hmm. clothing and Donna has been stepping down. I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you?
2: (laughs) I just think they haven't given Donna much to do this season. She was kind of there with the Steven thing, but she I mean it really was just something for her to do. I
0: want to you know know where Jessica gets the outfits, so and we want to know where you know they get these collections
2: and put it on her because it has been amazing this season yeah it's been really, really fabulous. I want to know why
1: Donna walks like that in the office. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. One Can one anybody one. tell think, me
0: why? I think she's probably waiting for Stephen to come around the corner.
1: That scene where she went to Mike, I was like, why is she walking like that in the office? I mean, it was. It's her Donna walk. She's oh got to walk. God. She's exuding
2: confidence and sexuality in the office all at the same time. She's It's hilarious. Like, she's like. Try and, try and talk to me. <laughs> anyone. Yeah, I mean, when, you know when she, it's Harvey,
0: she's, like, sneaking in quietly. <laughs> yeah,
2: but everyone else, you know, she has this walk of authority, and it's like, yeah, she's Harvey's secretary, but, you know, other associates and everyone, like, they are scared of her and respect her in the same way that they respect Harvey. So she kind of exudes that confidence, and I think that's kind of what the walk is. like.
1: Because I don't see I dare confidence. someone to mess with me. I see, like... You're doing too much. Like, I see confidence <laughs> with Jessica. But it's just this really slow, like... I have to disagree. I think
0: Jessica's I confidence is different because she's like, I don't have time for you, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss. Let me know what I need to know, and I'm out of here. Donna's is more like, I know I'm sexy, you know, but I also know I... Kind of run the
1: place, yeah. So. Okay,
2: because Jessica okay. has her name on the door; she is the runner mm-hmm. of this whole place. Donna, you know, is lower on the totem pole, but she has the respect of someone higher up. So I think that th- she kind of uh, has to image. play it up a little <laughs> bit more than Jessica does. Okay, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, and guys, we want to give you a quick. We're going to take a quick break from discussion. Discussing the show right now. I can talk, I swear. (laughs) Um, And we want to let you know that Serial Buddies is out on DVD today, so make sure you you go out to the nearest store, make sure you purchase it on DVD, and send us a picture or something. Tweet us a picture with you and your DVD hard copy of Serial Buddies. It's hilarious. You guys hear us talk about it every week. So please, please make sure you go out and buy Serial Buddies on DVD. And... Now we're going to talk about Lewis and Sheila. Creepy. And their what? How did they describe their torrid relationship? Um. Mm -hmm. So Lewis is still he's still trying to find the top associate for next year. You know, this guy Brian Galloway. So he's meeting with Sheila, who I thought they had ended things after the whole Rachel thing went down. Mm -hmm. Um, Guess I missed something. So they're back to doing it literally. Back to business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I, I mean, I agreed with Sheila in this way. The way Lewis treated her after they got done with her little afternoon delight, it was a little. 77 minutes. Yes. Thank you very much for 70, 70, 77 minutes. I mean,
1: that's. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty
2: good. Good job, Lewis. Lewis. Good job, <laughs> 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 77 minutes. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: Longer than (laughs) sixty nine. (laughs) Please stop. Um, so he you know, after their seventy seven minutes, she's like, Okay, well first of all, let's talk about how she got the the pictures. Oh creepy. How does looking at pictures of yourself turn you on? on? (laughs) I don't know guys. We wanna know. I'm sexy and I know it, but like (laughs) I'm not, sh- I'm not sure that looking at pictures of me from ten years ago is gonna be like, Yes! That's when I was at my most awkward stage. I definitely wanna go do it now. Who thinks like that Lewis does. And putting it on the ceiling? Putting it oh, they're already all over the ceiling. You won't be looking at the ceiling. Right. I love these two, but it that's also so creeps weird. me out in the same way. But they're so fun together and it kinda shows you a different side of Lewis, a fun, more playful side. Um so, yeah, I'm a big fan of Louis and Sheila, but he did kind of do her dirty. You know, she's like, hey, let's take the rest of the day off and go see, you know, exhibits. And he's like, no, I have to go back to work. She's like, okay, I get that. And then, like, doesn't do anything leaving. He might as well have left some money on the nightstand and walked out.
0: Yeah, she was, like, waiting for a kiss, and he just grabs a folder and walks off. I'm like,
2: what? Yeah. You don't do that. No, but it's, it's, it's Louis. Lewis, yeah. So I, I could kind of see where, you know, his history and relationships
0: <laughs> <laughs> might never happen yeah. like i'm not sure if you had
2: many before if, you know what his deal is so he might not know but um he does find out that something's wrong because all of a sudden this Brian Galloway fellow has offers from all these other places so he has to go talk to Sheila and it's like i thought we were exclusive or you know i thought he was just mine and she's like you can't have Anything that you want and they're talking in their lawyer, (laughs) their code, code. subliminal
0: messages. Yes.
2: And she's clearly talking about their relationship whereas Lewis is still (coughs) hung up on the work aspect (laughs) and like, well I will go talk to him myself and I will get what I want. I always do. And I love that it takes him going to talk to Mike. To figure out that Sheila's actually mad about something else, like their actual relationship, right? So um, Lewis has to go find, gives her another call. Well, no, he writes her a letter. (laughs) Let's talk about this. Yeah, he became so lawyerish. He writes her a letter describing his intentions with her, I guess, Um, and then FedExes it
1: (laughs) over there overnight. Overnight
2: PM delivery, right? Which I mean, if you're gonna go the letter route. A messenger, at least you know it seems more personal. I think you're in New York; they're they're everywhere. Maybe sing a singing greeting card. I don't know, <laughs> singing telegram. Yeah, singing telegram. Like I don't know, FedEx seems very impersonal. <laughs> and she like calls him out on it too. She's like, "Hey, I'm ripping up this letter. Like that is the most non-romantic thing." ever in life. It really was. And I love that tonight's episode showed both Sheila and Scotty kind of sticking up to the guys to get what they wanted out of them, to force them to kind of show their hand Mm -hmm. and actually get to the point. So she gives him another task. She's like, you have to find me tomorrow night. I'm not telling you where I'm going to be, but you have to find me and come tell me what you have to tell me in person. So he does track her down. I don't know exactly where they were, but it was where all the Harvard Law student files are held. So I don't know what that place would be called. If someone knows and they can let Harvard us know,
0: library. I yeah, I was
2: like, I would, is this like the library or is it her office? I don't know. But Lewis isn't supposed to be there, but he does finally tell Sheila that you know he wants to be exclusive with her. So Lewis has a girlfriend. Yay! Yay for Lewis. If he can find For love, everyone can. 77 minutes
0: during lunchtime. <laughs> yes.
2: He's going to have a lot Maybe more. Maybe
0: he'll lose some weight.
2: Hey. Hey. Keep going at it 77 <laughs> minutes a day. You might lose <laughs> a little something. Some. 77. Um, but Sheila then mm-hmm. is like, oh, I have to go tell my mom that you're not a pussy <laughs> anymore. Um, and she's like, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. All these files are, you know, don't touch anything. So, of course, that's the first thing Lewis does is. Go look at um, Harvey Specter's file. <laughs> and Emma, before any of this happened, as soon as Sheila walked out the door, Emma goes, I feel like he's going
1: to find Mike's that Mike doesn't have a file. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> but if she never would have said anything, he wouldn't have known what those files were, right? He knew, because he, he said that oh, this is knew. your
2: sanctuary where like they keep all the files. Alumni
1: files. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. So he's still new, but... Telling someone and then kind of
1: walking, yeah, it's just walking. It's like telling a
0: kid, don't grab the candy from the candy jar, Mm -hmm. really. And
1: why do you need to call your mama right now? Because they're strange. Louis looked at pictures of himself to get turned on. <laughs> she, she's,
2: the, she's like about to get on. And he's like, well, I'm going to make love to you. And right. she's like, we're going to have a picnic too. And I'm then right. she's like, oh, but wait, I got to call my
1: mom. You can call your mom tomorrow. You can call her after. We're, we're seven, in seven mo- minutes. Right, Hello, we're in a this moment. Has
0: been, they probably haven't had a girlfriend or a boyfriend for how long? So this is like a big celebration. You're
2: right. So they need to call You're and tell right. their right. mom. kind yeah. of a big deal. Okay, just you guys are <laughs> kind right. kind of All a right. big deal in uh, their world in, in their, their world. world um so then here we go we know exactly where he's going after he sees Harvey's file he's like Ross Mike Ross goes through there there's no, no Mike, Mike Ross. Ross file so now Lewis
1: cliffhanger
2: cliffhanger mid-season finale mhm Lewis now knows that Mike at least doesn't have a file on hand he doesn't know exactly what that means but Let's uh, talk about our predictions. I think it's perfect. And
0: now, your After Buzz TV predictions.
2: So, we saw a little bit of what's to come in the winter season that'll start up in January. Um, looks like Lewis is going to be asking a lot of questions about Mike and where he went to school. And all these things that um, the associate last season kind of brought up at first before, you know, we kind of cut her out of the picture to make sure that she didn't reveal any secrets. And Scotty's going to be around. So what do you guys think is going to happen?
1: Well, I agree with Emma that Scotty and Harvey won't last. They'll just be bickering and fighting. Someone's always going to think someone has the upper hand. and There's no trust. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Lewis is just going to dig, dig, and dig until Harvey and Jessica is going to have to collaborate and come up with a way to figure out how to shut him up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure about Mike. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about them yet.
0: I'm not going to do predictions. I want to say what I want to see Okay. next season. And I want to see new people. I want to see fresh faces. I'm kind of getting tired of seeing this whole uh, dynamic of, you know, Scotty and Harvey and uh new Donna lawyers. and Rachel it's like mm-hmm. i want to see new people new drama new stuff coming into new lawyers exactly
2: yeah i think that like they, us
0: I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think that they could even use um what's her name who's was working with lewis a lot who they katrina. brought in. katrina i think they could bring her into the picture a little bit more um because she's kind of in and out so much you know it's like she's there for one week and then she's gone for like 3 weeks and no one even speaks about where she might be, and then she's back. I think that they could involve her a little bit more, especially now that Rachel will be in law school. She'll kind of be the person in the office, maybe, mm-hmm. that might kind of goes to now, so that could be a new dynamic. Um, Scotty, it looks like she still wants her name on someone's door. So yeah. she's going to come after Jessica Harden. Jessica... I'm not sure how Jessica's going to feel about having another woman in Harvey's life that's not her.
1: Oh, that's like a good in thing. that
2: sort of role. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll
1: see. We'll, we'll see. see.
2: Guys Thank you for joining us all this season, and I hope that you will be back with us in the winter because we will all be here. In the meantime, where can they find you guys on social
1: media? You can find me on Twitter at Ashita Andre, and you can find me on Instagram, yes. which I have yet to post. I <laughs> do you <know> how to <laughs> do you know how to work that <laughs> thing? We're yet. Taking a picture tonight <laughs> and putting it on your Instagram. Ashita on Instagram.
0: You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Emma Kay.
2: and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Tiana Hobson. Thank you again, and we will. see